Glory. Thank you, Jesus. Mmm, went super high and super freedom during that prophetic praise time. You can get all the prophetic praise time on our YouTube live channel, www.joelsbar.tv. That was a good one today. You like that? It feels like a new beginning today for the whole universe, to be honest with you. Hallelujah. People undermine social media, but it's it has completely changed civilization. Even it's not just Western civilization, Eastern civilization, Asia, you know, uh, the nations are changing rapidly because of the glory and the freedom and the the ability to communicate through social media for every person that's precious to God. And their voice will change as they grow in love and as springs spring up in their hearts. It's really a new day and a new dawn for humanity. It absolutely is. We're doing away with the grave clothes, not just for ourselves, but our manifestation of royal sonship and official sonship with the Father saves all humanity from Satan and his angels and brings a new government of God, which is perfect love, perfect healing, perfect glory, and perfect freedom into all the world. And we had to birth it. You know, it's, it's not out there something God does sovereignly. That's not true. That's just not new covenant. It's just not out there that God does sovereignly. He wouldn't have needed to send His Son if that were the case. It has to come through man. It has to be birthed through men and women's spirit. And we've been so bewitched by religion for so many thousands of years that it really just took us a long time to wake up. But I feel like the Great Awakening is really at hand today. I'm feeling it. The seven seals are wide open. I mean, what has been sealed? The seven thunders were sealed. Do not repeat what the seven thunders have said. It's the, the plumbing of God and the understanding of sonship is sealed into a far off and remote generation for when all the wicked are to be removed, when the sons of God will manifest the fullness of what Jesus Christ walked in to be the firstborn from amongst the dead. Now comes forth millions. I mean, in the future, the reason why the expression of Christianity has changed in one generation is because we'll go from God-outside-minded bewitchment of church buildings made by human hands to manifesting sonship. Everyone will be a Christian by manifesting sonship. It won't be just some soulish stuff, you know? This is not for the tree of knowledge. This is the tree of life. The soul is the tree of knowledge, the spirit is the tree of life, and the tree of life, like Moses' staff, will gobble up the white and black magic of the tree of knowledge of man's soul realm. Today, I believe that's what's transpiring worldwide, in the shaking, and the baking, and the quaking, and it's not a bad thing. It's the birthing of the suns, coming forth with a new earth, and a new heavens, and a new atmosphere for everything in the garden that has has breath to praise the Lord. 
as it's written, and they shall all know the Lord. A great awakening is when there's so much glory in the atmosphere that everyone that breathes knows that, that the reason why their face is all numb like Novocaine, the reason why their mind is tingling and they feel the glory of God so, so strongly is because they're awakening to know the Lord. In Hebrew, Holy Spirit is breath of life, Ruach HaKadosh. God breathed into Adam's nostrils the breath of life, and he became a living soul. Genesis. What is the breath of life? The Holy Spirit. We've had the Holy Spirit exactly the same for 2,000 years, haven't we? Did he not give the Holy Spirit to us without measure? To everyone who's born again? Yes, he did. Every person that's been born again for 2,000 years has been given by God the Spirit without measure. Because you're born of his Spirit. I mean, what son and daughter would he deny the anointing? That's what you're born of. You have to grow in the anointing, but it grows within your spirit. The tree of life grows up through your heart, you know, and removes all the stony places. It removes the foul ground. It removes the cares and the weeds of this world. And it comes up and it renews the mind and comes out the soul. And it's called the righteous branch in the dove's mouth in the days of Noah symbolizing the rainbow of the mind of Christ, the dove holding the peace branch, the olive branch, which is the mind of Christ that we're operating in. And everyone will operate in the seven spirits of God, blazing through their heart, out of their heart. Their mouth speaks the mind of Christ. Not a soul connected to Satan's stars that fell from heaven, tree of knowledge, but a soul connected to the throne of grace, tree of life. Two trees in the garden. Your soul will either be connected to the fallen angels, which is really Satan's stars that fell from heaven, or we're going to disconnect and circumcise all the cables and cords from your flesh, from your bones, from your blood, because the nations are our inheritance, right? Ask, and I will give the nations as your inheritance, says the Lord. We've asked. Everyone's asked. Every charismatic Christian's asked that a hundred times. But now it's going to happen, not from an external sovereign thing, but a manifesting son of a sacrificial thing through a temple of a new covenant Christian and a remnant that is, that is actually not bewitched by Jezebel. Be encouraged, you Elijahs, for there is 6,000 in Israel that haven't bowed their knees to the Baals. That's how few are not bewitched in Christianity right now. And it's just a crazy situation, but I'm telling you, with 6,000 that haven't bowed their knees to the Baals, which is the false prophetic of the soulishness of all the fluff of externalism, all the old covenant-style Christianity and synagogue structures. I mean, it's all the arm of flesh. And it's not extremism what I'm bringing. It's normal Christianity. Man in his rebellion built up the old covenant so that the soul could cling and retain control in the new covenant. It's not the new covenant. It's the biggest lie of all time. It's the horror of Babylon. Come out of her, my people. It is written. Come out of that worldliness, that Babylonian Christianity that is not of the spirit but of the soul. Day one salvation, Hebrews 4, verse 12. The sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, separates soul from spirit. Has your soul been separated from your spirit? 
Or do you still live in the realm of lies, magic arts, adultery, greed, covetousness? I mean, if we're honest with ourselves, that's the mark of the beast. Whoa, what's a beast? Living as a meat sack, a beast, an animal, after you're born again. I mean, how many Christians still live as humans after they're born of the Divine Holy Spirit? Most. I mean, there's only, I mean that's a true saying. There's probably only 6,000 on the whole planet right now of 7.6 billion that are not bewitched by Jezebel and the prophets of Baal. That would be pretty accurate. Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. But we get the honor and the privilege of revealing the real new covenant, which, which is birthing the Son of God from within our innermost being and through our personality. Hallelujah. There is no greater honor to be reserved, God's reserved wine, His, His wine glasses of the best wine for last, the sons and daughters of the holy place that are through and through circumcised and renewed of mind, circumcised of heart. Hallelujah. So the only thing in them is God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ with seven torches always burning. No backsliding. You can't backslide when your heart's on fire. What are you going to go back into? The heart. When it begins to burn with the white throne judgment seat of Christ, which is the throne of grace, it's only good stuff that comes from the white throne. He doesn't have anything bad in him. Nahum 1.7, God is good. Good father is what Jesus called him in the Gospels. He's a good father. He'll never give you stones. He'll never give you snakes. If you ask for gifts, he'll give you fish. He'll give you bread. The stones and snakes have come from the prophets of Baal because they, they want to beat you up in your soul realm and keep you in slavery and religious bondage. But he who the sun sets free is free indeed, so you can birth all the promises of God that have been placed in your spirit. God has placed every single promise, every gift, all of himself, all of his heart, all of his passion, all of his emotions, all of his fruit, all of his seed, inside your spirit already. The only job of the Christian after they're born again is to birth it with springs and rivers. See, <laughs> the bewitchment is severe that we think we need to add to Christ in us. No, you need to yield to Christ in you. He's God, you're not. You're the earthen vessel. Shall the clay say to the potter, why have you made me this way? No. No, no, no. We're not going to fight the Creator. We're not going to fight our good Father anymore. We're not going to resist the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's our good Father. The seven spirits of God is our perfect Father on earth as it is in heaven. We have grieved, resisted, and quenched the Holy Spirit far too much with our own ideas about what the Holy Spirit should do. Maybe this is God's will. Just do whatever, you know. People just say, do whatever. I've heard so many Christians, so many leaders just say, you know, do, as, do the best you can. That ain't it. Birth the Son of God. Birth the Son of God in power. Let your waters break. Genesis 7, 6. In the year that Noah was 600 years old, the fountains of the great deep broke up and burst forth, and the windows and the doors of the heavens were opened. It is written. How many of y'all know that your body is the temple of the fountains and the windows of the kingdom of heaven into the earth realm? And somebody's about to birth the fullness of the kingdom of heaven through all the belly of the earth. 
and through all the stars of the heaven, and through all the sands of the earth, and through all the waters of the earth, and all creation is going to live in the richest measure of the divine presence. And everything that has breath in the garden of the earth shall praise the Lord, as it is written, and they shall all know the Lord. Who is all? All nations, all tribes, all tongues. Who are these that come out of the great tribulation? Revelation chapter 7. Who are these multitudes beyond numbering? These are those who come out of the great pressure of religion versus grace. Grace is a fountain within. Satan and his angels are in the world, and the seven torches within are upon he who's in the world today. Ah, it's a really, really glorious day. It's just so deep. You know, I feel this verse strongly passing through my heart. Deep calls unto deep at the noise of your water spouts. All your waves and breakers have swept over me. I can just feel Eden's rivers, Eden's waterfalls, just moving and passing through my heart and mind continuously. The Father's heart and the Father's love and the goodness and the glory and the healing and every breakthrough that every Christian has, that every Christian has desired but has missed because of the soul cut off from their own spirit full of bad teaching, full of religious dung so that they never know Him on the inside so that they're cut off from grace and so no promise is ever fulfilled that's been placed in your spirit when you're born again. That's the severity of Galatians 1, 3 through, Galatians 3, 1 through 3, bewitchment. That's how severe bewitchment is. It cuts you off from your own spirit. It cuts you off from the new covenant and puts you in an old covenant style of works and soulishness. And trust me, it has done that 100% to the charismatic church, 100%. Sonship in this kind of revelation is unknown to any church in the world at this moment. You are on the throne over the waters and the dam's about to break. That is where you're seated right now listening to me at this moment. <laughs> and it's going to break. And the breaking is the realizing of the glory. That I'm made full of the Godhead, Father, Son, of Holy Spirit. And Satan has bewitched me to look for it in the natural realm. But he was never in the natural realm. You know, Song of Solomon, she's looking for him. Where did my lover go? I can't find him. And when she's looking for him, the night watchmen molest her, the Bible says, which is all the false leaders that have taken advantage of people while they're in the darkness of religion under bewitchment of Satan and his angels which is so severe. I mean, just even this week, watching charismatic ministers come in and molest the bride, charging $30 a person for 1,600 people, raking in $36,000 at Redeeming Love Church on Monday night, and, and just fluff. And none of it's spirit, none of it's sonship, none of it's even kingdom. It's totally Babylonian. It is. That's how bad the bewitchment is in the world at this moment. But the waters of sonship, like the breaking of the mighty waters, you know. We know in the natural when the water breaks, but first in the natural, then in the spiritual it is written. It's just a symbol. Even childbirth is symbolic of birthing sonship out of your own spirit. 
And why, what resists you manifesting the fullness of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit and all of His fire and all of His love and all of His favor and everything that He does and is and walks around in heaven doing? All of that realm of who God the Father is, what resists it? Your unrenewed mind connected to Satan and his angels. That's what resists it. That's why you have to be transfigured by the renewing of your mind, by the washing of the water of the Word, to come to a place where you're actually in agreement with God, in disagreement with Satan, he who is in the world. You see how, how few Christians disagree with he who is in the world. Few. I mean, religion, rebellion is he who is in the world. White and black magic, the soul realm is he who is in the world. The spirit of glory, the spirit of holiness, the seven blazing torches, the King of glory, the Lord of glory, is He who's in you. Who agrees with Christ in them? Who has realized the glory? <laughs> Who has known the greater one? 1 John 4.4, 4, the Bible says, Greater is He. If you know the greater one, you can't have fear. For fear says there's something in the world that's gr greater than what I got. My little old Jesus is weak compared to bills, compared to finances, compared to sickness and disease. Ooh, that's a big one. Compared to religion, compared to governments, and compared to death. I mean, you see all the things people fear. Chemtrails and conspiracies and all the stuff that's in the world, and there's a lot of devils in the world, but you have the greater one. When you get to know the greater one with your whole mind and you're not, you know, bewitched in some kind of fear-mongering garbage from the seed of the world in your heart, that Babylonian spirit in your heart, you can get that burned out of you and get set apart in your heart, circumcised in your heart by the Word of God, the sharp two-edged sword that proceeds from the mouth of the high priest and apostle of glory the Lord Jesus in you, I tell you what, you'll be the most carefree people in the world. You'll begin to demonstrate this verse, peace that passes understanding, and the reality that your body is the temple of the Prince of Peace, and blessed are the peacemakers, for they are the sons of God. Amen? How do you make peace? You stop serving he who's in the world and serve the Prince of Peace already in your born-again spirit. Give him your soul, detach from the natural realm, and attach to the throne of grace. Christ in you. Have you attached your soul to Christ in you? Begin birthing the promises that are in you. Everything that God wants you to do in your life is put in your spirit the first moment you're born again. And if you don't have a, a moment in time that was like, you know, the solitarsis, paralyzed and blinded, well, it's been in there since birth then. Seriously. But there was a time when God placed everything He had for you to do for eternity in your spirit. But if you don't wake up to your spirit and you live as a soul, you'll never do one thing for God your whole life. It'll just all be lies. It'll all just be building sandcastles, worthless human garbage that has nothing to do with eternity. And sadly, that's what bewitchment causes the majority of Christians to do. 
buildings are building with human hands instead of letting the Lord build the house so that the laborers don't labor in vain. Amen? Can anybody trust the Holy Spirit today? You have no choice. You have no choice. I present to you heaven and hell. Two trees in the garden. You trust the Holy Spirit, the good Father in you, to fulfill the promises and birth them through your hearts and minds so you can have heaven on earth, or you get washed away with Satan and his angels, he who's in the world. That's the only options here for every nation, tribe, and tongue in the name of Jesus Christ. Choose this day whom you serve and just come into paradise with us. Birth the Son of God in power. Let your waters break and let all the promises placed in your spirit come forth through your whole soul in agreement with Christ, the greater one in you. And everything in the world will be washed and transformed around you. You'll create a completely different atmosphere for your soul to live in. It's called on earth as it is in heaven. Matthew chapter 6, on earth as it is in heaven. And it's not from come Holy Spirit, it's from springs and rivers of Holy Spirit through your own spirit. So that the inner court and all the hundreds of millions of charismatic Christians that we love and serve can enter the holy place of what's been available in New Covenant Christianity for 2,000 years, becoming temples of the Holy Spirit, releasing the menorah of power through their hearts and their souls operating in the ability of the seven spirits of God, exactly like Jesus Christ in every way. We love you guys. Be blessed. You want to come into financial partnership with Red Letter Ministries? You can sign up at redlettermen.com. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.